You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne, and this is Kilcullen Diary. The resurrection of a poem about Kilcullen, published in the Quarterly Bulletin of Dominican College, Newbridge, in 1939, brought to light an actor's connection with the town which most local people had never realised. The poem was written by a third-year student in the college, Peter Dix, and there was a certain amount of head-scratching when the ode was discovered by a New York-based former Kilcullen man, Michael Nugent. From the verses, it seemed that young Master Dix had a very rosy view of Kilcullen. Or had he? Maybe, despite the last line in his piece, he was doing a bit of leg-pulling about a town where there's never a strike or a fight and the people don't gamble or stay up all night. But the words got people wondering who were the Dixes, if they were at all Kilcullen people. Retired librarian Mary Orford felt she had come across the name during her regular perusals of the copybooks from the 1930s, which are now the famous Schools Folklore Collection. These were compiled in schools around the country where pupils were asked to write down the stories from their grandparents and other elders in the community. The name Peter Dix and his sister Patsy certainly rang a bell for me, Mary says. I know I often say that the school's folklore collection is a treasure trove, but in this case the jewels therein are Peter and Patsy, who both wrote material for the collection. They lived in the Halverstown area outside Kilcullen. As Patsy says in a piece about Halverstown House, there is a house where I live. In the relevant story, Patsy writes about the haunted Halverstown house and a haunted field. Mary also found Peter Dix's copybook, which uses the Irish form of his name, Pader Odishka. In his contributions, he had interviewed a number of older people in Kilcullen itself, in Old Kilcullen and in Halverstown. Reading through his copybook, Mary says, there is a little doubt that young Peter was an apprentice storyteller, as he has written some fascinating stories. He mentions that his mother was from Dollymount in Dublin, but often refers to Galway. He spent some time in the Gaeltacht in Galway. For example, he writes, In Galway and other places, I have seen forges in the open air due to the laziness of the smith to repair the roof. A young man, she says, with a sense of humour already apparent in primary school. Peter Dix's way with words undoubtedly came from his mother, Una, a writer and teacher brought up in Dublin but well-travelled and fluent in French and English, and his father, Ernest Reginald McClintock Dix, a lawyer. They were actually foster parents to Peter and Patsy, whose birth parents, named Vignoles, lived in Torquay in England. Their father, an actor, arranged for them to be fostered with the Dixes when their mother died. The family lived in Rathfarnham, but when Ernest Dix died, his wife moved to Halverstown. When he had completed his education at Newbridge College, and after a stint in Trinity College, Peter studied acting at the Abbey School under Lennox Robinson. 
Later he worked with touring companies based in the UK, and then came back to Ireland and worked with companies at the Gate and Olympia Theatres, before joining the RTE Players in 1961. He stayed in RTE until his retirement in 1997, playing about a thousand different roles in plays and serials, including the much-loved Harbour Hotel lunchtime radio serial that was a staple for those who were home for their dinner in the middle of the day between 1975 and 1990. Following his retirement from RTE, he continued to work as a stage actor and in television, which included an appearance in an episode of Father Ted, and a part in the Angelica Houston film Agnes Brown. He died in 2007 at his family home in Kilmacanock in County Wicklow at the age of 82. But from now on, in Kilcullen, he'll be the man who described the locals as honest and upright as ever you'll see from the mouth of the Lawrence to the Caspian Sea. And now, here is the Ode to Kilcullen, as written by Peter Dix when he was in third year in Dominican College, Newbridge, in 1939. On the banks of the dark, silent Liffey there stands, a homely old town built by skilled human hands. If you travel from Carsevine to lonely Ratmullen, you won't meet a town that's as nice as Kilcullen. When I mention the name of Kilcullen at school, they tease me and jeer me and call me a fool. Alas, how they mock it and with cruel words ill-treat it, although there's no town in all Ireland to beat it. But I made a mess of it, for I did say that top-deckers pass right through Kilcullen each day, for it was quite evident even a nass could tell such an idea would ne'er come to pass. In Kilcullen there's never a strike or a fight, and the people don't gamble or stay up all night. They're as honest and upright as ever you'll see, from the mouth of the Lawrence to the Caspian Sea. They start work on Monday at eight in the morn, some behind counters and some with the corn. With labour incessant they toil all day long, and retire when they hear the sweet Angelus's song. All during the week their own jobs they ply, and recommence every morning with never a sigh. And each little child, to the weakest boy, goes each day to school, his face radiant with joy. On each Sunday morning, our Lord's resting day, the folks of Kilcullen flock forward to pray. In the country town church, which when packed to the door, doesn't lessen their fervour, but increases it more. So hurrah for Kilcullen, where no top-deckers pull in, but bards with their learning hit you in the face full in. Wise words from the classics forever a coolin, and I beg to assure you that I'm not leg pullin. And that was by Peter Dix in 1939. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kilcullen Diary. Thanks for listening.